We're speaking this morning to Fira and Sarah from Skin Fuel Beauty. Thank you so much, ladies, for uh, coming on the show with us this morning. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. So this is a free plug Friday, of course. But um, before we go on to your business, uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your lives before you started Skin Fuel Beauty? Were you working as uh, in in the industry, in the beauty industry? Maybe uh, we start with Sarah. Okay, sure. Uh, before Skin Fuel, I was in marketing and com- communications. But I wasn't necessarily in beauty. I had done some um, marketing and comms for different Lux beauty brands, but I wasn't really in the skincare industry as a whole. Um, and for the longest time, I had always wanted to start something. I had like thousands of ideas. It was that one person in the group would be like, oh my God, this is a great idea. Oh my God, this is a great idea. And um, I just never really pulled the trigger. But I had like logos and company names all drawn out. I had everything. Uh, we launched like a small consulting company in November of last year. So that like appeased my mind a bit, but I don't know. I just, I wanted to do something more and kind of bring happiness into people's lives. But I was always looking for uh, what to start or what to do. How about you, Fira? What were you up to before Skin Feel Beauty? Um, before Skin Feel Beauty, I was actually attached with um, a construction company for seven years. I was wow. doing um, mainly procurement. And then um, I wanted to do something else and just challenge myself. I actually have um, started, yes, like a digital consultant company with Sarah as well uh, during the time that we um, registered Skin Feel Beauty. And also, I feel like I was already in my comfort zone. I just want to get out of it and then just start something that I'm passionate with. How do you guys know each other though? (laughs) Oh, Sarah (laughs) is actually my cousin's um, best friend. So she was also my cousin's um, housemate. So yeah, basically through our mutual friends and then we just kind of... Um, grew closer. I don't think both of us even realized that it's only been three years since we've known each other. Mm-hmm. And and you you took away took away your cousin's best friend from her. So I guess yeah, I guess we share like the same um, group of friends. So it's not really like taking away her from my, my cousin. Just no, kidding. From construction to beauty though that's yeah i mean like construction has always been like very technical for me but um beauty was always been my passion my own passion like i like you know skincare i like makeup on my free time like my friends usually get me to do their makeup on 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 my free time so yeah (laughs) sarah's pointing at herself i am literally can't do makeup and so every single time that i need to look good i'm like fira <laughs> but you do use like a lot of skincare products and all that yeah for me yeah. i um have been using skincare for a while but i really got into it like studying dermatology journals reading all about it um ever since i moved to malaysia and then from there i just stopped wearing makeup so i i don't wear makeup at all only like on very special occasions. <laughs> so, where were you originally from, Sarah? Um, from the states. Ah, so okay. I 
just packed up my bags and moved to Malaysia without ever knowing anyone here and knowing how the country looked. I didn't Google or anything and just was going to see what happened. Why? <laughs> what prompted the move, though? What, Trump? Um, no, this is before <laughs> Trump, actually. But um, I'm kind of glad I'm here. Uh, I just wanted to see what would happen if I lived in a country where I didn't have family or friends um, and it was a completely different environment um, and one where diversity was part of the fabric of the country uh, versus one that, you know, where it seems very fabricated. I mean, in the U.S., even the way we do ads is very much like 10% goes here and like 15% goes here. Um, so I kind of wanted to see what would happen if I wasn't in my natural habitat. So, yeah, I went and came here. thought I was going to be here for a year. Now it's five. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, Skinfield Beauty is not your, um, it's still a part-time project, is it? Because Sarah, I believe you have a full-time job as well. So I have a full-time job, but Fira works full-time on Skinfield Beauty. So we kind of uh, figure out a way to do half and half. Usually I'll roll up after work. Um, to her place and then we'll just sit down and kind of finish planning out doing what we need to do and then everything is basically through the phone or through technology since we've been in lockdown ever since we launched our brand true <laughs> so um, a lot of times like both of us have plenty of ideas but you know one of us can't make it to the other one's house or uh, we're kind of stuck trying to do things digitally and so um, half the time if it's using makeup Fira, our makeup artist, is the one doing most of the videos, and I try, but I come out looking like a five-year-old who's playing with makeups. <laughs> now, what's interesting about Skin Fuel Beauty is that um, I heard that you decided to start this company after you had a dream, Fira. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Essentially, it's not actually a dream. Um, I had it. I had this idea when I was about to go to bed, because um, my husband and I were back from traveling, and then I usually carry like a lot of toiletries. Like I'm not a light packer, because I, even my toiletries have like two, three bags. So while while I was like about to go to bed, and then this idea just popped up into my head. Like, why do there's there's not a product in Malaysia or anywhere that I've I've went that has like a three-in-one feature that um, cleanses, that exfoliates as well as removes at the same time. So um, I actually laid down like the blueprint the night before that. And then the next day when I went to work, um, I proposed it to Sarah. And then like she was like super excited that that it's not, it's not here because she hasn't seen like a product that um, that unique here and then she, 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 was, she was just telling me that okay let's just do this like just instantly without having to to go around like the uh, cost of it and stuff she was just waiting for things to happen okay but for yeah. you were you a bit hesitant though like you were thinking oh it sounds like a good idea but not so sure um i don't know like um the past couple of years i've had i i have certain ideas but i always have doubt about it about them and then when um skin feel beauty i mean like squeaky clean came to mind i don't know it's just like instantly i just made up my mind that i want to do it yeah mm. so it, it was not okay. it was not something that i thought of like like oh, 
it doesn't it doesn't take me like long time to decide if I want to do it. It's just like instantly. And Sarah actually like supports mm. me 100% on that. So I think <laughs> that is like the biggest um uh motivation that I get. Uh, I thought yeah. that idea came to yeah. you in a dream. So it's <laughs> Basically, a dream come true. <laughs> yeah. So, Sarah, what what uh, when Vera told you about her idea, what went through your mind, and you when you agreed immediately to to step on the paddle and just get this ball rolling? So, I am probably like one of those risk takers. Like, I'll just try something to try it. Uh, but for me, when she was talking about it, like, uh, there was like this weird tingly feeling that came over my body, and I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is happening. I can't ignore that feeling. And then also um, just seeing like the joy in her eyes, like as she was talking about it, you know, when you see like someone's eyes just light up, like, you know, that they're really into it. I was just like, you know what? There's nothing stopping us. Like, okay, we try. If it fails, it fails. But at least I can say that we tried. But I mean, think, think about it. We have so many skincare products out there from, from all around the world, right? Uh, makeup removers as well, cleansers and all sorts of makeup products. Why do you think squeaky key, why do you think squeaky clean is different from all the other products out there? Okay, so squeaky clean is different because we're not actually just marketing to women. We're marketing to men as well. So we've created this brand that's gender genderless. So for us, like we want you guys to feel in, you know inclusive and we want you guys, you know, to celebrate that diversity that exists. And for us, the brand is more about not just feeling your skin, but feeling who you are. So when we created Squeaky Clean, we wanted something that was like easy, simple, convenient. So if you're super busy, like we all know that we are, and everyone wants that instant gratification, we can create something that does that for you. And then when it comes to men, I mean, they're not used to being marketed at, you know, when, when people are marketing skincare to men, it's usually like, get the woman you like, cause she wants the smooth skin that you have, or like, try this. And there's like thousands of women that are just like clamoring over you. So instead we were trying to do something that was like, look, we know that you guys use like soap or shampoo, the three in one shampoos, because it's just simple and it's easy and you don't have to think about it. Right. So that's why we created something that was, you know, a three in one, you take it, it's a wipe, it wipes away your dirt, your debris, your pollution, makeup if you choose to have it on, and then it mildly exfoliates due to the texture. And then once you put water on your face, it turns into a cleanser, it emulsifies already. So there's nothing for you to think about. You could even just wipe your face and then go into the shower and you've already washed it. And then, you know, it's an all natural formula. It's cruelty-free. We studied, we spent a year in research and development. We tried it on all different skin types, all different skin conditions. You know, we spent our time creating something that we like to call as a skincare hack because I know I have a thousand and one products. Yeah. But, you know, the reason that I like Sweet Clean is just because I get lazy and sometimes I just don't want to think about it. And it's just very simple. And at the same time, like I think when I travel, you just throw that jar in and I don't have to worry about anything else. So, yeah. yeah. Right. And you spent <laughs> a year in research, both of you, Fira yes. and Sarah, yeah. with no background in beauty or, or chemistry, I guess, in that, in, in that sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it difficult during the um, research process? <laughs> so, I guess, yeah. Yeah, Fira, you, you want, uh, yeah. 
I guess it wasn't because we we are mainly surrounded by people who are doing business and then um, we've gotten like a lot of advices on where to go and how to do it. And I guess that actually builds up our confidence in like doing R&D as well. We, we, we have... We have our own chemistry uh, chemist who does our formula and okay. basically she advises most on um, our R&D process and stuff. Yeah. And a lot of times like we chose which oils we wanted to use based mm. on what they do. So a lot of my research was I spend time in dermatology journals just like skimming through is this ingredient really effective? If they say that this is synthetic, does this actually work? And then I'd just be messaging Fira like late at night, like, oh my God, I just read this and I don't know if this will actually affect our formula. Like, are we sure that this is what it's called? Did you check if there's like a D and they and like, she would be like, okay, chill, relax. Let me ask them tomorrow. Um, but I mean, yeah, so we had to, you know, for me, it was really important in the fact that if I'm going to say something is all natural, if we're going to put our names on it, if we're going to say that this is something that, we stand by then we need to make sure that we did all the quality control um we tested out i think we went through like eight formulas before we actually settled on the one that is squeaky clean yeah and her partner my friends um we all got them to test it and i think like half the time their eyes were watering at one point <laughs> like we were just you know and i have contacts fear doesn't have contacts so there were certain things that we just had to keep testing. And you, I don't think we actually realized a lot of the things that we were testing for. Um, and then speaking to people who had sensitive skin versus oily, I mean, we just wanted to make sure that no one could say that it wasn't friendly for any skin type. So, yeah, that year was was a long time coming, but <laughs> we, we finally did it and we figured it out. Well, um, part of though. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Fira, yeah? And it, the, the best part is also um, alcohol-free because we are made with halal ingredients. So it's basically wudu-friendly, especially for the Muslim women who goes to mall, travel, you know, who wants just um, a convenient cleanser um, for their prayers. So I think it's very convenient for them to, to just bring around a packet in their bag. Yeah. Oh. Did the R&D actually involve anything? Because I'm big on sustainability and stuff like that. Uh -huh. are, are, are the pads eco-friendly in a sense? So unfortunately, the pads are not eco-friendly, although we've wanted it to be. So we t we tried and we tested on um, the eco-friendly pads and they just didn't soak in the oils mm. properly. So you couldn't, you couldn't effectively wipe off what we wanted you to be able to do. So that was the problem. We are working on other ways of being sustainable. So our jars are, you know, made from... Uh, recyclable plastic we are looking to do and build like a refill kind of pack so that you can reuse your jar um and then it's not something that you're just uh throwing away hmm. we're also trying to figure out a way to do like a recycling program so there are a lot of things that we're planning um but we're trying to make sure that we're doing it in a way that um upholds the jar and, and obviously you know you're not we're not issuing back things that would defeat the purpose or or defeat the formula all right. Were there many challenges and setbacks in the beginning of the business? Because you started, I mean, you had a whole year of R&D and then you launched and then it was MCO, right? No, no. So MCO happened before. So actually... We oh, you launched during MCO. We launched during MCO. So yeah. we had... Okay, so while we were trying to build all of these things. And as we were doing research, a lot of questions started coming in and 
but it, what happened was super crazy. And I think that's why um, when I talked to you about the tingling feeling, it was super important. So every single time that there would be a question, um, I think at one point we were, we were asking about surfactants and we hadn't even understood what that meant nor what it was. And then somehow like the answers or the resources would just show up. So somehow Vera's cousin's wife suddenly what did that during her thesis during college so she was like oh you need to know what and it was just happenstance like it wasn't even we didn't ask it was never part of the conversation you know fear just happened to bring up the fact that we were doing something in skincare and she was like oh by the way i started biosurfactants in college and we were like what you know so like <laughs> everything kind of pieced together so it seemed so trivial but yeah i mean we had to figure out how to source our pads our jars our packaging everything because even the type of pads that we use was never available in Malaysia. No one had ever seen something like that. No one had ever seen a pocket pad. So, you know, everything was kind of like, okay, how do we do this? What do we do? You know, what, what do you define as synthetic? How do you describe this to the lab? Do they understand what we're trying to go for? I mean, but everything just kind of came together. Yeah. And then once we had everything come together, we were so excited. I remember that day over the phone and then the next day, boom, we were in lockdown. Yeah. And I was like, no. And then we <laughs> called each other and I was like, okay, you know, at first everyone thought it was two weeks. I didn't realize, you know, the real huge impact of COVID. So we were like, okay, two weeks. It's okay. Like, da, da, da. We're, we're, you know, talking to each other on the phone, calming each other down. Two weeks goes by, then it's four weeks, then it's eight weeks. And then me and her are just like, okay, okay. So then we're like, okay, let's just take this as a pause moment. Maybe there's a reason that we have to take a break and just think about how we want to bring it to market. Mm -hmm. What are the things that we didn't consider? So that's kind of how we approached it. And then I think at about, I don't know, I think it was like maybe eight weeks, nine weeks in, we were just like, okay, you know what? If we don't launch now, we're going to become too hesitant about it. So let's just go ahead and launch. We'll figure this out. And uh, let's just do it in a way that we feel comfortable. So we did it through IG Live. And um, yeah, that's what happened. But we had moved our launch date, I think, three or four times before we finally settled on yeah. end of July. And then now we have different challenges to face. Um, like we said, we're self-funded. So now it's more about realizing that the amount of savings that we put in wasn't actually enough to think about marketing and advertising all of these things. So now it's more of scramming together like little pieces of money to make sure we get, you know, that awareness out and that um, and make sure more people know about us. It's just harder because you have a skincare product. It's not like I can do a before and after with makeup. You know, it's not like that simple thing. So there are thousands of questions. People want to know, people want to touch it. People want to see it. So it's harder now um, because, you know, being online isn't always that helpful. So, Fira, would you like to add anything to that? Like what were some of your challenges in the beginning of the business? I think um, some of it is because of COVID because um, we got everything in line and then because we import our, um, our raw materials from um, abroad and then during the MC, when MC Ho ha happened, they had to put a halt like, um, China had the MCO first, the lockdown first, and then um, most of the manufacturer were um, put into a stop. Like they have to cease operation for almost two months, and then we couldn't do anything. And then when China has already, um, it, when they're done with their uh, 
MCO and then lockdown happened here so we cannot receive anything and then our manufacturer here couldn't couldn't even like operate because of that MCO so there's a lot of delay in that sense um I think that's a blessing in disguise like what Sarah said um we've probably focus mainly on the things that we couldn't focus during that time. So I guess, um, yeah, it's a blessing in disguise for us as well. So it's a supply like chain yeah. issue for you in many ways. Yeah, and, and even like a lot of our ingredients that, because uh, most of our ingredients actually are from Europe and some from uh, Japan, Japan and Korea. So basically our original surfactant natural surfactant came from korea because obviously they're amazing at r&d and skincare and then because of mco korea was like i'm sorry we're not sending it and then yeah. we were freaking out and then luckily um in japan they actually came up with an even more gentler natural surfactant so then we took that one and that was their answer to the korean one so we we're like oh my god this is great this is great <laughs> but I mean, so those good things days, come to those who wait, basically. <laughs> yes. Exactly. The test of patience has been real. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you said that uh, you both had to use all your savings to set up this company. It's a self-funded company. Um, were you slightly afraid that it might fail? I am. <laughs> um, I guess I'm more... Was it a lot of money that you put in, both of you? You don't mind me asking? Um, I guess more or less about um, 50,000. Yeah. Yeah. Each. each. No, not, not each. Like um, 25 each. So more or less the, the whole budget of everything is about 50,000. Yeah. Just to launch. That was just to launch. So now it's us trying to put together money to keep going and um, kind of push through our marketing and advertising. Um So I think a lot, I think we thought actually coming up with the product, um, getting everything sourced would have been a lot cheaper and we would have had, you know, X amount left over. Mm. Um, but then I, I remember the day after we got all, we got all of our products and I looked at her and I was like, so how much do you have left? She was like, girl, we already shot over. And I was like, oh, okay, great, great. <laughs> um, but I think for me, I'm always, I, I don't know, out of the two of us, I feel like I'm always the one who's just like, yeah, let's just do it. Like balls to the walls. So for you're me, the risk taker. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't actually afraid of failure. Like if it failed, it failed for me. That means I learned something and at least I tried it. Like I'm not living a life of what if. So for me, I was like, okay, let's just do it. And then, you know, um, I even told her recently, I was like, you know what? I think we should start a new product. And then she was like, what? And I was like, it's okay. I'm going to figure out a way to get money and we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it. Okay? <laughs> and then she was like, okay, maybe we should think about it. I was like, no, I'm do I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Yin and Yang. With the with the opposing personalities here in this business, was it hard? Like Fira, was it hard for you to to just jump in like Sarah? Um, I think um most of the times, like me and Sarah would end up like uh, being on the same page, and then um, because of sometimes we reason out like why I do not want to jump on to another product and she would also give out her reasons like why we, we need to have another product but at the end of the day I think we sort of like uh, discuss it all out and lay it down and then um, weigh in our de decision on what's best for the company yeah so there's never so, been um, arguments between the two of you so far not yet <laughs> yeah not yet <laughs> but we made a decision like earlier on that whatever we do, the both of us have to say yes. So we have to, you know, you have to convince the other person. Um, and luckily, usually Fira and I are in sync. I mean, I'm definitely the one who's like, 
let's do it. <laughs> and then she's like, uh, let's chill for a second. <laughs> um, but we definitely have been always been in sync. Like sometimes I'll just call her and I'll be like, oh, I just had a shower and I had this wonderful bunch of ideas. And then she was like, oh my God, I was seeing the same thing. And so usually we've been really good. I don't think, I don't think we have, yeah, we haven't had a fight yet. I'm like really trying to go through my memory. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know how what they say about don't go into business with a friend, with a close friend, because, you know, when money is involved, sometimes it can affect the relationship. Has that happened to the both of you yet? Um, not, not as I can remember. <laughs> I both of us um, agree on the terms and um, I think we're, we're always in sync of what we want and we see like a bigger vision, a bigger goal for Skin Fuel, and we work we work towards that. Um, yeah, right, Sarah. Yeah, I I honestly I honestly I think we've just been really lucky. Um, you know, fingers crossed that it stays that way. That we've just been really on point with each other, and um, usually both of us have really good arguments as to why we should consider something else. So it's mm-hmm. it's usually agreed upon within like two hours of us sitting down like okay this is great all right let's do it <laughs> are you guys yeah. planning to get in any bigger investment when i asked that because that means there's going to be another person or another entity that's going to be helping you make decisions and then that's a third person is that going to cause conflict though maybe i don't know i mean i think for us if we bring someone in i don't think either one of us are ready to actually have like a full-on angel investor or anything like that i mean mm-hmm. i think we'll take grants because that's free money <laughs> but um from an investor standpoint i don't think either one of us um are open to it yet and if we were to get investors on board i, I mean i think I'm, i speak for myself but i feel like fear would also agree is we would definitely have to vet them out and really see what their perspective is on the business yep. um and really put in that fine print because if you're gonna have you know if you're signing on to us then you have to put, you know, that faith in us and we would only have you kind of hold so much control. So basically, thank you for the money. Don't tell us what to do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we're not ready for that yet. But we um, have applied for a few grants and just waiting um, for the results. Yeah. What do your friends and family think of this this business idea and this this product that you've launched? Fira? Um, I, okay. Um, the first person I laid down, like the, the whole idea was to my, to Sarah. So after Sarah, I actually told my husband and my dad, like they were the biggest supporter. They've um, never seen me like out of my comfort zone because um, all this while I've been only like attached to a certain entity. So when I wanted to start my own business, um, they were like, in like full force like okay let's do it it's not too late to start and then this idea is like brilliant and then we have i think um for skin feel beauty it's not only like myself and sarah like i have uh, supporters like my husband and then like my good friend who has um a different sets of skills so i think um we complement each other in a way and then like most of my friends they are very supportive and then like I think they are pretty honest as well, like in terms of like when we were launching and then um, most of them got the product and they were giving like honest opinions and feedbacks about it. Um, it was mostly positive. It was mostly positive. Yeah. So um, I think I'm pretty lucky in that sense that I have all this support around me. How about you, Sarah? 
And um, I think that because Sarah and I share like the same group of friends. Yeah. So, yeah. But what about but family though for Sarah? From my family perspective, I actually didn't tell my family what I was doing. <laughs> I, I'm really secretive sometimes about like what I do because I've always been the risk taker um, in my family and that doesn't always uh, kind of go well with the family um, because I do have, you know, Indian heritage. So there's always a kind of built in like these are your buckets you should have been um, a doctor and a accountant yes. yeah yeah my entire family in the states and everywhere else in the world are just doctors or businessmen or they're like in finance so or engineering so those you know those are your four buckets and um i started doing marketing com- communications and then i moved here and everyone was like what is happening so you know and i'm not married and i'm in my 30s so they're just like what like this is not the girl that we raised so i didn't say anything and then when it launched um a couple of my cousins and people knew about it and my brother knew um because my brother and i are like super close uh and then when my parents found out they were really upset like my dad was like how did you not tell us like what is this like we're so proud of you and i was like really oh proud okay, okay. Now, yeah i was like what are you okay <laughs> Yeah, because you're a business person now. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I didn't think about. I didn't think about that. But um, so now my dad actually calls me all the time and has like different ideas. I get emails on the regular of like different articles and like what to consider. And um, there's sometimes some like Zoom calls that he gets a that he gets emails about. So he's like, "Can you join this?" And I'm like, "It's three o'clock in the morning." He was like, "It's three o'clock," but your business is important. No, don't you wow. value it? And I was like, Oh my God. Okay, <laughs> dad's on board, man. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad works all the time. So he's like, I don't understand. It's 3am. And I would also be up at 3am. And I was like, okay, you're right. You're right, dad. You win. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit more, like sell us your product right now. Where can we buy squeaky clean? Okay. Okay. Why Sorry. should we change our product? Like, why should we just throw away like our cleanser, our toner, and whatnot, and change to squeaky clean? And why should men get on board as yeah. well? Ooh, okay. okay, wow, this is like a whole thing. All right, all right. Okay, okay we'll, we'll we'll take it part by part. By part. part. Okay, okay. Part sell by us part. your product right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, squeaky clean isn't meant to be, you know, your end all be all. If it is, we are super happy. But you know, keep in mind that squeaky clean is your simple, convenient, effective. Three-in-one, all-natural double cleansing pad. It's a skincare hack. It's effective just after one use. You can feel how soft and supple your skin are. The oils we use are um, the best, you know, antioxidant, anti-aging, anti-inflammatory, hydrating, moisturizing ingredients. So you don't even need to put moisture after your face. You can still feel how soft and supple and hydrated your skin feels in 24 hours. Um, you know, you don't have to carry a million things at once. It's just one jar and that's it. And it's a wipe and a wash. It's like two moves. That's all. Just two moves and you're good. <laughs> and then for men, the reason that you should sell our product is like, why should women only be the ones that get the best ingredients in the world? Your skin deserves the same love. And if skin cancer doesn't discriminate, why should you? Why should we? Come on, <laughs> invest in your skin. <laughs> Great advice thing. there. Well done. <laughs> really well done. Sarah says it all. Wow. <laughs> yeah. If you can find our product um, on our website, skinfuelbeauty.com, or uh, follow us on Instagram at HelloSkinFuel and uh, pick up your product. If you subscribe on our website, you instantly get 
uh, reward points as you make a purchase. So there's no there's no stopping you. Get ten percent off immediately. Come on, you got to do it now. Well, Fira is going. Good stuff, man. <laughs> really good stuff. Yeah. It's like good choice to get a marketing girl on board, right? Yeah, this girl can't stop talking. Like, She's I the am, one. Yeah. I am convinced. I want to buy some. Yay! <laughs> Actually, you know what? The older I get, the more I'm getting a bit more particular about my skin because I find like exactly you know you should, but you don't have to wait so late. You can start early. Yeah, because I want I want to be a pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> Get on skin, feel beauty. Get that squeaky clean. What uh, What is your advice then to people who are afraid to just act on their dreams or act on their instinct? They maybe have a great idea, but they do not want to take that risk. Um, I always feel that um, it's too late to start something. I'm 30 years old because I feel like if you want to start something, it should be in your mid-20s. Um, but um, I was wrong. I was like totally wrong. It is never too late to start, you know. Um, the, the most important thing is that you do your research well, uh, you be passionate about it, fall in love with it every day and just find motivation and inspiration every day. I think that that is like the key to just act on, on your own dream. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's you can't live in fear. If you live in fear, you're always going to miss out on something. Um, and you don't want to live a life of what ifs. So for me, um, when you act on your instincts, you have to remember that your journey is your journey. You're not here to compete with anybody else. Everyone has their own journey. You never know where people are coming from. So think about it. If you you know, can't let go of that idea, that idea keeps following you. If you get different senses of feelings, um, like that tingly feeling that I get, you know, there's a reason for it. And so you should really listen to it, hone in that intuition and just go for it. I am the risk taker. So I'm going to tell you, go girl. <laughs> and if you fail, well, if just you pick fail, yourself back up. Right. Yep. Yeah. All right. You know what, uh, ladies to help with your marketing and promotion, JD and I have actually recorded a radio ad for skin fuel beauty. Oh my God. We will try to attempt to play it for you right now. now Give uh, me remember, a we're working from home. Yeah, this is not an edited version. It's not but, a full cut. Yeah, yeah but um, Keith There's going to be music you, and stuff like yeah, this and whatever. Keith will send you the edited version. So this yeah. is just our cold read right now. Have a listen to this. Oops. OMG, is that the sound of your skin? It is. It's squeaky clean and it's all thanks to Skin Fuel Beauty. Wait, Skin what? Skin Fuel Beauty. They're more than just a skincare brand. Their squeaky clean double cleansing pad is Malaysia's first three-in-one travel-friendly double cleansing pad. Jam-packed with the best moisturizing, antioxidant, anti-aging superfoods that will leave your skin feeling soft, supple and squeaky clean. It's friendly for all skin types and perfect for makeup removal. To find out more, log on to SkinFuelBeauty.com. We fuel more than just your skin. We fuel who you are. Skin Fuel Beauty. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So I'm like literally crying. Like, I'm like so touched. Thank you guys so much. It means a lot. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, well, enjoy that radio app. We'll be playing it on light as well To help you with your business And uh, yeah, guys, go for Thank it Thank you so much Thank you. I'm Thank so convinced you. now that Yeah, 
I'm gonna. I, I want to get. Next yeah, customer. I want to get on it. Yay! <laughs> actually, thank you for the effort and you know in helping us like small businesses to 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 give you know you you've given like free platform for us to just market our products. That it's amazing. Thank yes, you so thank much. You. It's just our little bit to help support all these local small businesses because we know everybody everybody is struggling right now so and i think um your product is great and you guys had a great idea and it needs to be marketed to a bigger thank audience you. Thank, thank you, you so much. and hopefully after this i was just thinking about marketing as well uh because a lot of uh influencers and a lot of celebrities listen to our show maybe they might get, be in touch and maybe you might want to get in touch with them for influencer marketing yes. as well <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, I can't believe I'm crying. Wow. <laughs> you have your own radio ad. No, I know. Oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Thank you guys. All right. Really. Thank you so much, ladies.